0: So, in some circles, I am famous, possibly infamous, for Hannah rants, and here is one of them. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I have so many thoughts on my brain, and I am basically just going to brain dump, and Hannah ran them for you. Here are my thoughts. Y'all, if you could see me as I'm recording this right now, you would laugh because I am literally sitting on the floor with a blanket over my head because I'm trying yet another fun, different podcasting technique for sound. Uh, I don't know. I just like to experiment. Anyway, so I didn't put out a new episode last week because I really am always wanting this podcast to be really authentic and reflect sort of what's on my brain, where my thoughts are at, etc. And sometimes I'm just like not feeling inspired. Or if I am feeling inspired with a topic, it just also maybe timing doesn't feel right. So yeah, sometimes I just like don't move forward with these ideas that I have or just like I said, feel uninspired. So That's just life and I'm perfectly okay with that because I'd rather be my authentic full self than like try to force something. So now though, um, when I was thinking about what to record or when I was going to record, I think I just have so many thoughts happening in my brain that I wanted to do like a brain dump because I just feel like there has been a lot going on and sharing my thoughts and opinions on them and just getting it all out. So a lot has happened in the world always does and I am just my brain is constantly going. It's incredibly difficult for me to just sit and focus sometimes and I am constantly bouncing, you know, bouncing from one thing to the next and from different thoughts to another and sometimes it's really great cuz it means I can really connect the dots and, you know, manage programs and projects and everything really efficiently. Sometimes it is a way that my anxiety is manifesting itself. So it might look like I'm being really productive. But really, it's just me and my anxiety and just bouncing around. Also, again, tying my worth to my productivity, which isn't always healthy. And sometimes it's a way of me numbing myself to not think or feel by not giving my brain a moment of rest. So sometimes it can be really positive, And sometimes it also has... You know, it's, it's not, it's, it's more negative than others, but it is what it is. And, you know, constantly working on it. Um, But that's also why I think meditation and mindfulness is really valuable to me and why I really like it is because it does force me to just sit and stop for a little bit, which is what I need to take a break sometimes. And I have always been a very self-reflective person. And I sometimes just don't want to sit and reflect because I worry about what is going to come to the surface. And that is a risk that sometimes I just am not willing to take. And sometimes it's something that I, I know I need to do and can struggle with. But anyway, these are all of my random thoughts, including that about you know meditation and mindfulness. But these are just all of the things that have been going in my head. So we had... Two mass shootings within a week of each other in the U.S., which is disgusting and gross. Also not surprising. And it's only the two that we've heard about. Lord knows that there probably have been many more, and I've seen a lot of statistics that there have been, like, what I think I saw something that was, like, over 100 mass shootings since the beginning of the year, and it is March, which is just disgusting and gross. I have so many feelings about the Atlanta shooting because of who specifically was targeted, right? There were gosh, and I feel bad for not knowing all this. I think there's eight people who died, seven of which who were women and Asian women. And I think that's the right statistics. And like I have so many feelings. First of all, I don't understand our country and how we are so fucking reluctant to have any type of common sense, like federally mandated common sense gun legislation. I am, I'm not saying take all the guns away. No. But why would anyone who isn't military personnel need military grade weaponry? It makes no sense. I do not buy into the argument of like, oh, the criminals are going to have them. So we need to have them. No, you fucking don't in my opinion. I just, it gets me so upset. I really do not agree with that line of thinking. And I just, it's so dumb. And like, we're not, oh, and like, I grew up with a family that write my, my family hunts. And I have a long history of military service in my family. I have people who have served in the police. So like, I come from a place where guns and policing and everything is normalized and I still just think it is stupid honestly that we don't have better gun legislation and I get so pissed off at the whole like oh but my second amendment right Which I think is gross, because that is not where the Second Amendment was started. When this country was founded, they were treasonous because they were going against England and we didn't have any type of like formal military. So the Second Amendment allowed everyday citizens to pick up arms and like fight without being charged with treason. That's where the Second Amendment comes from. And things have changed since then. I am all for like constitutional rights. And I think that where we are now in 2021 is in a lot of ways very different than where we were in 1776. So like, why do we pull back to this document that's ages and ages old that isn't really currently reflecting the times? And I also love when people cherry pick the Constitution of like which amendments and things they feel like we should follow, but then other ones that we feel we can like disgrace upon. And that just doesn't make any sense to me. I also saw Trevor Noah said something ages ago on his show where he said, the constitution is supposed to protect the people. So then why are we not doing that? Like, why are we turning to a document that if it's not protecting the people, why do we keep falling back on it when it comes to second amendment rights? So anyways, I just think that's so stupid. I also get really pissed because, well, two other things specific to race. One, a white man is the person who did the Atlanta shooting. And he was arrested and taken into custody alive. And yet we have so many black Americans who are killed on the regular at the hands of police when they're not armed. And yet this white man who is armed and killing people gets to be arrested and, like, taken in for court and arraignment. And I'm not saying that he should have been, like, killed at the hands of police. That's not at all what I'm saying. But, like, you cannot tell me that there is, you know, not race involved when it comes to these police shootings when things like this continue to happen, where these white men who are armed and killing people continue to be arrested alive, where these unarmed black and brown people are not And it's so infuriating and it's so frustrating to hear people say that, like, that isn't a problem in this country when it very much is. And, like, we have so much proof that this is something that is happening. And, again, people just, like, refuse to believe it. And it's so... Oh god, it I I can't even. And then to add, you know, matters, you know, even worse, you know, police are saying that like, oh, the shooter just had a bad day and was at, you know, his, you know, the end of his rope and all these different things and it's like and they're like, oh, it didn't have to do anything with race and, you know, there's no racism involved. And like again, why are we giving more weight to the voices of these perpetrators than we are giving weight to like the voices of the victims and Like, you can't tell me that driving 40 minutes out of your way to go another Asian-run business doesn't involve some type of race. And I'm, like, tearing up because I'm so frustrated and I get so angry. And that's a part of this brain dump, too, is just, like, the anger that I feel at the state of the world sometimes. And it's so shitty. Because then what happened not even a week later, like, a full week later, is another white man Went on a shooting spree in Colorado, which unfortunately is a state that has had a number of mass shootings. Went on a shooting spree at a grocery store, and again, was arrested. Which goes back to the other point, but like again, we don't have smart gun legislation, and states can do things, but like they're hand, they're limited in some ways, and it needs to be federally mandated. And it's just so frustrating. And then President Biden had a news conference lately, and he said, you know, we have to really time this and the shitty thing is it feels shitty to hear him say that he's not willing to do gun legislation right now not willing to pursue it right now and also it it makes perfect sense it makes perfect sense because you've got a highly divisive issue which it shouldn't be but it is and you've got a senate that's 50 50 you've got a house that is like just barely over the threshold of 50-50, a leaning Democrat. And it's like, if you want to have some type of action take place, it cannot be executive action because as soon as possible, it's going to be either overturned or it's going to be sued. It Go to the Supreme Court, which is a 6-3 Supreme Court leaning conservative. So like, who knows what would even happen? If we want to have any type of actual long-lasting reform, it's going to have to come through Congress. And now is not a really great time when you have Congress being how they are And just it's so frustrating. So like it feels like shit to hear him say that and it makes a thousand percent perfect sense to me that you need to time legislation like this in a certain way. And it feels gross because once again, it feels so political and it shouldn't be and it just pisses me off because people continue to die. And then I have thoughts about Congress and how like congress doesn't always represent the people and i hate it and it's so frustrating and even like the things like the covid-19 the rescue act you've got the re- majority of americans as a whole regardless of political affiliation support biden's last 1.9 trillion rescue act and yet not a single republican in congress supported it and it's just like That feels gross because for a long time now, both Democrat and Republican, it doesn't always feel like Congress actually represents the people and that they don't actually represent their constituents. It feels like people are trying to get power and then once they do, they just want to do anything that they can to stay in power. Which is gross. Like, it just is so frustrating that it's, like, all a power grab. And, like, I know that this is reality. I get that this is real life. And it still doesn't make me feel any better. It makes me feel really shitty. And people, when you have power, I guess in my opinion, it's, like, you give that back to people. And you help, like, you use your power and your privilege and your standing to, like, help bring other people. Because we know, we know that when other people are being supported and are holding up each other that as a whole we just do better and succeed but we are just so fucking selfish sometimes and i go on these tangents and i just i spend like a long time just like venting to my partner because like i just get so frustrated and i end up shaking and getting teary eyed and just angry and it just it sucks it's like the state of the world really pisses me off sometimes and And then it's like I get angry and then I feel discouraged and I feel like I can't do anything. But then I'm like, no, you can. And like don't feel – you know, don't lean into that too much because that doesn't help anything. And I have so much power and privilege. I am a white person. I am straight. I – like I have – I just – like right? Like I just have a lot of power and privilege in this world and like I can't fall into the trap of feeling guilty or feeling so discouraged that I stop myself from doing the work. And that's exactly sometimes where I am. Where I either don't know what to do or I feel overwhelmed or I feel really discouraged. And I'm not looking to be like, get a cookie for being like a good white person. Like, I no, I'm not about that. And I don't know. Sometimes I just like don't know what to do. And it's just really frustrating because, again, I, I want to act and I want to do something. And all this other stuff. And then... God, what else has been on my brain? I'm listening to a podcast right now and they're talking about, you know, losing weight after the baby and gaining weight while pregnant and all of these different things. And it's just, it's pissing me off a little bit uh, only because like three weeks ago or whatever it was, they had somebody on the podcast who is a big champion for body positivity and to fight fat phobia and all these different things and now on the podcast they're talking about like how being called fat was like the worst thing anybody could say to them and here's the thing I think we are sometimes just terrible to each other right like humans are not always kind to other humans unfortunately and it's just it sucks but in general, we just shouldn't be calling each other names. That's just really shitty and like shouldn't be preying on insecurities and shouldn't be, you know, assholes to each other. Like it would be great if we could all be less of an asshole to one another. And it bothers me because why is being called fat the worst thing that someone could do? And it, It's it's almost like, right, like if that's the worst thing that somebody could call you, what then is your opinion about people who are fat and who identify as fat? And again, I say this. I have a lot of thin privilege. I am a petite person. I have had a lot of body insecurities. I have never felt attractive. I have never felt Really, that good in my body and in more recent years as I've gotten older that has shifted but I have had a lot of body insecurity and that being said I still have a lot of thin privilege like I can find clothes in the store in my size I you know I can go to a restaurant and not feel like I'm going to be boxed into a seat because of the way the booth is set up, right? Like I don't even have to think about do I sit at a booth or do I sit at a table or sitting on a plane. I don't have to worry about people staring or gawking at me if I take up more than just the seat that I've been assigned, right? Like I have to name a few. Those are just a few examples, but I have a lot of thin privilege and I'm also trying to check myself because I also know I have biases too, right? But like this idea of this fat phobia of like being fat is like the worst thing that a woman could be really bothers me. And the fact that they were championing body positivity a couple weeks ago and now they're it, like, it just, it drives me nuts. Like the, 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 the then and now of it drive me nuts, but also just this idea of like, why is fat the worst thing that a woman could be? And it's just. It's frustrating. It's so frustrating to like hear that, and like we just have to challenge ourselves with these different <laughs> discussions and norms, and how we talk about ourselves and our bodies, and and how we're role playing, you know, our lives for these little ones that we're surrounding ourselves. And I don't know. And then I had a whole conversation about finances and wealth and access, literally yesterday with my partner, uh, because I. I like again I feel myself about ready to cry and I don't know why I'm like sometimes like sad and then sometimes I am so pissed off but like I have nieces and nephews and I love them so much and I want them to grow up in a world where like my nieces don't have to worry about like the way their body looks and they don't have to worry about walking home at night and being worried for their safety. And I don't want my nephews to have to feel like they have to be this like certain type of man in order to be accepted. And the tricky part is sometimes I do hear messages shared with them from kids that they're playing with or the parents of the kids, or I just want them to grow up in a world where they don't have to think about all these same things that like I've had to worry about or my friends or people that have come before us. And And it's just really hard sometimes imagining the world in which they're going to grow up in and have already started to grow up in. And I just want them to be good people. And I get that, you know, my opinions are my own. And I'm not trying to say that my opinion is the right opinion because I don't think that. And I want them to be able to like give to people because they know that that's the right thing to do. And I don't want them to think that they have to have things in order to be happy and I want them to be bored so that they can use their imagination and and this is not just nieces and nephews this is like everybody in general right but I I just I want I want so many things for them and I want so many things for this society and it just can be so frustrating sometimes because I do think we really can lean in, myself included, can lean into that selfishness and what's in it for me. And if I'm not benefiting, then I don't want to do it. Or, you know, I work hard for my money. I don't want to share. And even if sharing means taxes, like I don't like that so much of my money goes to taxes. It's a big chunk out of my paycheck. And I know that those taxes go towards good pro. And that's what I always try to remind myself that if I'm frustrated about the taxes that I pay or the idea of a pay increase or whatever, that for the most part, like my money can be going to to good things, to helping support other people who need extra support. And Lord knows I have needed support and needed help. And where the hell would I be if my family and friends didn't help me out, whether that was you know, financially by helping support me if I've needed that or one time my wallet was stolen and my friends all chipped in for it and to help me kind of get through the rest of like the weekend that we were celebrating together like years and years ago and just even like giving support and pep talks and checking in with me and just seeing how am I doing and when I say I'm fine being like but are you like are you actually taking that extra time to like really check on a person and uh, it can be overwhelming to think how how much we don't do that for each other. And again, myself included, I'm terrible sometimes at checking in with people. But it, it really can be tough. And I when I hear people talk about like not wanting to help somebody who, you know, is on the corner asking for money because well, I don't know what they're going to do with that money. Or I don't know if they're going to, you know, why don't you just get a job or all these different things. And it's like, you don't understand. There are so many barriers for people to, to, to just get a job. Like I was telling my partner this, I was listening to a podcast and she was talking about homelessness. And if you go in for an application, like you have to put an address down. And if you are homeless, you don't necessarily have an address to put on your application. So then what are you supposed to do? And like, do people have access to showers in order to clean up? And we have such a stereotype about like what you need to look like and what professional means. And the word professional is wrapped up in so much like white male cis businessmen is what professional is. And if you're outside of that and, you know, who controls what normal is and who controls what being okay looks like and whose voices are we're you know, are we listening to and prioritizing when we say like, oh, be yourself, be your unique self. Yeah. But it's like, be your unique self in this type of box. And if you step outside of that box, then we need to have a conversation. And that's so stupid and frustrating. And, but it's like, you, I don't know, even going back to like the person on the, on the corner, right? Like, yeah, I might give $10 to a stranger and they might go and use it for something that I wouldn't necessarily want them to use that money for and I don't get to have a say over it, right? Like I, in my opinion, you don't get to give selflessly to somebody and have a mandate over what that gets used for. You may want to, but you don't get to. And that's different when you're like, okay, you need a loan. Let's work this out. These are the conditions, right? Like that's different because there is an expectation of getting it back. But when you just are trying to purely selflessly give to somebody. You don't get to mandate then what they do with it, what you're giving them as much as you want to. And I don't think that those things like exist, they can't exist together in my mind to have a mandate and give selflessly. So you just have to get over it, right? Like you have to get over yourself and your ego and just help for the sake of helping and then just let the person make the decision. And I get that that can be, difficult or frustrating or infuriating. And it's not your choice. Your choice, your action, the only thing you control is whether or not you give to somebody who needs it. And you don't get to necessarily, yeah, like you don't get to control the reaction from the other person. And you don't, and I know there are people who write like who might be using it as a con or a ruse and that sucks. And I just don't think that's a reason to not give and when you think about things like welfare and people are like why don't you know I don't want to give to people that are just going to take government handouts and then they're not going to work and it's like but again you don't get to choose that you don't get to have a say over how they use that money and if you really just want to be helpful then just give and be helpful and like yes there I'm sure there are people who like take money from the government and welfare checks and then don't do anything and they really could but also like don't know what that person is going through you don't know what sort of situation that they are in and so what so you're just not going to help at all because they may or may not be quote-unquote faking it or they could do more and it just pisses me off and it then leans into that idea of like well I got myself out of trouble so you should get yourself out of trouble and it's like okay cool and what other things exist for that person that you may or may not be able to see that might be keeping from them or there maybe are just different experiences or different identities that are creating certain barriers that maybe you didn't have to experience but they are experiencing or maybe you forgot that like oh yeah that one person really helped me out and that's really what you know was the catalyst for me to jump start this thing and you might be thinking oh I did this all on my own but you're maybe forgetting an interaction that really helped set you on your course And maybe not. Maybe you did it all by yourself. And that's super fantastic. And I love that for you. That's so great. And that doesn't mean that everybody is you and is going to be able to get themselves out of their situation without any type of assistance. I'm so, I mean, I like, I don't say this flippantly. I am so fucking fantastically proud of you for getting yourself out of your situation by yourself. That's amazing. Honestly. And not everyone is like you. And they're not going to be able to do it necessarily all on their own like you did. So maybe help them out? Question mark? I I don't know. And And then there's all this like discussion about wealth and privilege. Because wealth does create power. And it it relates to access. And having access to things creates, you know, access to these other. And it helps to lower barriers. But it isn't everything. And it's like, yeah, you might be making... You know, a six digit figure. And what is that costing you, right? Like, is it costing your time or your time away from your family or an increase in stress or is your health going down? And maybe not. Maybe you're able to make a six digit figure and you're living your best life. And that's awesome. I love it. And if it's not, what is the real cost of making that much money? And for what end? To like keep up with the Joneses? I don't know. But then at the same time, I'm also fucking proud of myself. And I want to celebrate the success too. So I have not been shy. I have had a lot of financial struggles. I have maxed out my credit cards on more than one occasion. And we're not talking like a $2,000 limit. Like I have maxed out a $10,000 credit card twice. Yeah, exactly. So and I've got so much student loan debt and all these different things. But I have recently as of like two weeks ago, maybe. I am now 96% of the way of getting towards a goal that I set myself of having two months of full expenses paid. And I'm so fucking proud of myself because I have come such a far, like it has taken me literally, again, I'm starting to cry. Holy shit. So it's like the third time. It has taken me literal years to feel like I have some sort of control over my finances or some sort of say over where my money goes and how I spend it and this is like the first time that I can really think of where I am not totally living paycheck to paycheck and I have extra money at the end of the month where I can afford groceries and I can afford to like go out to eat or if I want to go shopping or I just did a DIY project and granted it only took me like I think $35 for supplies, which is totally fine. But like, I didn't have to sit and think, okay, well, if I spend $35 on this, that means I can't, you know, buy that and I need that. So I guess I just have to wait or whatever. Like I haven't, I didn't have to do that. And this is the first time that I've had consistent months of my life where I haven't had to think that. And I am so fucking grateful for that because it's taken a really long time. And even though I'm so like, anti sometimes like this wealth because of like how much it like costs you or like I don't know I just get so angry and upset about like well, I worked for my money and I don't want to share it with others. And I'm just like, well, that sounds shitty, but okay. And I get it. But then I also like, am so proud of myself for this financial goal that I have and and for being so much more competent in my money and where it goes and how I'm spending things and looking at my spending habits and looking at my behaviors. Because when I right like for a long time when I didn't have money, it's like if I did come into money, I wanted to spend it or it was spent before I even earned it because I was so like, in need of some type of like I did this I I can't even describe it but it's just like I had this like overwhelming feeling of needing to spend it because I finally had it and when you go without and then you finally get you're like oh okay great cool now I'm gonna like use it I don't even know but it's just it's a lot like I'm also feeling a lot of gratitude towards that and so if you can't tell I have a shit ton of thoughts in my head all of the time that are just all over the place and I'm so thankful for this podcast because I just get to share and I have no idea if any of this (laughs) resonates or is helpful, but I am happy to have this place to share it. And yeah, I don't even know. There's probably more, but no, I feel really tired from just word vomiting all over and actually get to call somebody to talk about Reiki. And my social anxiety is slightly high, which is maybe also why I turned to this podcast because it's like a slight um, distraction before I need to call a stranger out of the blue and talk to her, which I'm like excited to do. And this kind of shit scares me. Um, It makes me really incredibly anxious and Maybe this has just also been a distraction and a way to avoid it, a way to cope with my social anxiety, but it's going to be fine. I know it's no big deal, but also. Anyway, so thanks for listening to me um, rant and ramble and um, cry a couple times, and I hope you have a really fantastic day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. Quite a wild ride. I honestly didn't even get into the voter suppression laws that are happening in Georgia, the recent ridiculous ruling in Minnesota about rape and intoxication and just a whole lot of bullshit. Um, I also, well, I'll just address it now. So a while back when I was talking about mental health, I don't know, I feel like I presented information or my opinions in a way that made it seem like suicide ideation self-harm go hand in hand with mental health and struggles with mental health and I don't actually believe that and ever since that episode like went out I felt like I made that like connection and that's not actually how I feel because that isn't always the case and sometimes it is and a lot of times it's not so that's also just been weighing on my brain and continues to. So I'm just going to clarify that right now. But yeah, so that's my um, brain dump and my Hannah Rand, And there's so many more things, like I said, I could have gone into that just ugh, are in my brain, swirling around at all times and still also wanting to celebrate those successes and celebrate good things, too, and show gratitude and show patience and kindness to people and myself, even when I'm also feeling really sad pissed off and discouraged so (laughs) welcome to a glimpse into my head and hope you enjoyed the episode please subscribe if you would like to be notified of future episodes feel free to share this with others and yeah love yourself love others we will talk again soon